Podcast The Bayaning Filipino Podcast, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories of the lives and works of countless Filipinas that helped shape the history of our country. Lingit sa kaalaman ng nakararami, maraming mga babae ang buong tapang at pusong lumaban para sa kalayaang tinatamasa natin ngayon. I will feature these obscure and unsung figures of Filipino empowerment. Ako si Inya Kulada. Samahan niyo ako para kilalanin itong mga tinaguriang bayaning Filipina. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of the Bayaning Filipina Podcast. I am your host, Inya Kulada. Before we begin... Firstly, let me again apologize for the erratic schedule of episode release as of late. Those of you who have been with me since the beginning already know that, like most of us, I do have a life outside the podcast and a day job that demands the majority of my waking hours. Add to that the fact that sometimes inspiration and motivation eludes me, even when I set a deadline for myself. May mga araw talaga na medyo mahirap bigay ng utak. If you are a creator in some way or another, I'm sure you know this feeling. Nevertheless, rest assured that I will never stop doing this as long as there is a story to tell. Madaming madami pa mga bayaning Filipinang tatalakayin natin sa podcast na ito. At hindi ako titigil na i-share sa inyo ang kanilang mga kwento. Secondly, I recently discovered that Spotify now allows you to rate the podcasts that you love on the app itself. So if you enjoy listening to the Bayaning Filipina podcast, please give it a 5-star rating by going to the show's main page and clicking on the star icon below the podcast description. Your feedback is very much appreciated. Now, on with the show. This episode will be the first of another series for the season finale of the podcast. Yes, it is about time that we close the season and enter a new one. For the season finale, aalamin natin ang buhay at mga nagawang kabayanihan ng mga babae sa buhay ng ating pambansang bayani na si Dr. Jose Rizal. Pero hindi yung mga naging kasintahan niya ang pag-uusapan natin dito. No, we will be diving into the lives of his sisters and his nieces. We know that the Rizal household was nothing short of patriotic. having parents like Francisco and Teodora Rizal. So, for this four-part season finale, pag-uusapan natin yung dalawa niyang kapatid at saka dalawa niyang mga pamangkin na nakisali at nag-contribute para sa Himagsikan or sa Philippine Revolution. The primary source for the content in this episode is the book, The Women in the Philippine Revolution, which was written collaboratively by six very qualified historical writers with Rafaelita Hilario Soriano as editor. So, simulan natin kay Josefa. Josefa Alonso Rizal was born in 1965 as the ninth of the Rizal children. As a child, Josefa, or Pangoy as she was lovingly nicknamed, found it easy to see the brighter side of life. According to historical sources, Nung umalis si Pepe sa kanilang bahay para mag-aral sa ibang bansa, biniro ni Panggoy or ni Josefa ito na pagbalik niya, maputi na to tsaka mataba katulad ng mga Kastila. It was said that even in her old age, her sense of humor and optimism never failed. Mr. Francisco Lopez Rizal, a nephew, 
recounted that when Josefa and Trinidad lived by themselves in Calle O'Donnell in Santa Cruz, Manila, pag binibisita sila ng mga pamangkin nila at babatiin sila ng Puenas Tardes or Magandang Hapon, tatanungin dito ni Josefa ng Ano maganda sa hapon? With smiling eyes, looking at Trinidad who would not be in a good mood on a certain occasions. Now, Josefa learned languages easily. Due to her brother Jose's training, she could converse with him in French. A nephew of hers recalls that whenever they visited Josefa and Trinidad, Josefa would often greet them in French. When the Rizals temporarily stayed in Hong Kong, she and Trinidad studied English. When Dr. Jose Rizal noticed that Josefa could write well in that language, na promised siya na magpapalitan sila ng liham in that language para ma-practice si Josefa. Sa mga liham na ito ni Jose Rizal, merong isa dated October 26, 1893 na naka-address kay Josefa as Miss Josephine Rizal. Which was fascinating kasi at the time, di ba, alam natin na ang girlfriend niya nito towards the end of his life was Josephine Bracken. And nung in-address niya yung letter na yon as Josephine Rizal, he kind of played it and made Josefa a namesake of Josephine Bracken. Anyway, in this letter, Josef praised his sister for nearly mastering the English language, commenting that the only fault he found in Josefa's letter is her apparent confusion between they are and there. So, hindi lang tayo yung naguguluhan sa there, there, and there. Although, syempre, nung panahon na yun, hindi naman uh, lahat nakakapag-aral ng English at saka hindi pa universal language ng English at that time. Another trivia about this correspondence, uh, nagpadala dito sa kasama nung diham na ito si Jose Rizal ng 20 pesos para sa kanila and yung 10 pesos doon pantaya yun sa loto kasi apparently and this I did not know about our national hero lottery pala ang isa or nag-iisang bisyo ng ating pambansang bayani so nagpapadala pa rin siya ng pera pantaya kahit na nanalo na siya ng 6 na 200 pesos the previous year Kahit daw nung nasa Madrid siya, he would spend at least 3 pesetas monthly for this vice. Pero sabi, it was his only vice. So balik tayo kay Josefa. Pagdating ni Dr. Rizal galing Hong Kong on June 26, 1892 para magsalita at a meeting of liberals and progressives sa bahay ni Doroteo Ong Hunko sa Calle Ilaya Tondo, andun din sina Josefa at Trinidad. Dito nila nakilala si Rosario Villaruel, who was the first Filipina Mason, and later the first woman inspector of masonry and whose assumed Masonic name was Minerva. Sumali si Josefa sa Women's Lodge, the Logia de Adoption, at nabigyan ng Masonic name na Sumikat. Kung matatandaan natin, ang masonry ay masasabing isa sa mga unang naging daan para sa kilisanang liberismo ng Pilipinas. On the night of Rizal's deportation to the Titan, nabuo ang katipunan. After ilang buwan, some women organized themselves as the women's unit of the KKK. Sa barehong gabi, ikinasal si Andres Bonifacio at si Gregoria de Jesus. Now, after the martyrdom of Dr. Jose Rizal, Josefa joined or formally joined the katipunan and is even supposed to have been elected as the president of the mentioned women's section. Isa siya sa 29 na original 
ng mga kababaihang miyembro ng Women's Unit ng Katipunan kasama si Gregoria de Jesus. Sa kanila, dun sa unit nila, ipinagkatiwala ang, ang pag-safeguard ng mga dokumento ng secret society nito. And kapag may mga meeting ang, or sessions ng meeting ng katipunan, they danced and sang para ang isipin ng mga gwardiya civil meron lang social gathering na nangyayari sa isang lugar or sa bahay ng isa sa mga membro nila. So, ang cover nila is it was just a party when really it was a meeting. Josefa had epilepsy, which is a common chronic neurological disorder even in present time, characterized by seizures. Siyempre, nung panahon nila, wala pang sapat na medical resources and yung knowledge tungkol sa sakit na ito, wala pa rin yon sa time nila. And this condition was one reason that she became and died a spinster. Josefa was 8 years old when she died in 1945. Unfortunately, there is not enough sources on the life of Josefa. Basta pagkakaalam sa kanya, siya yung kapatid ni Jose Rizal na naging katipunera. Bukod sa pag-disguise uh, ng mga meetings ng katipunan, naging kasama rin sila yung unit nila as a whole sa mga nag-aalaga sa mga wounded na soldiers ng Katipunan. Pero aside from that, wala tayong masyadong record sa life ni Josefa bukod doon sa nambanggit. So actually, sa mga kapatid ni Jose Rizal, Josefa was one of the lesser known sisters. In fact, pagka ginugel mo yung pangalan ni Josefa Rizal, ang lalabas sa searches mo ay si Trinidad Rizal. So, it seems na medyo napagbabaliktad or napagmerge yung pagkakakilandan sa kanila just because the two of them were spinster sisters of our national hero. Next week, pag-uusapan natin yung isa pa niyang kapatid, si Trinidad, na nakasama ni Josefa sa bahay niya sa Manila. Pero siya rin yung medyo better known na sister kasi sa kanyang naging partisipasyon sa ating kasaysayan. Pero this does not in any way mean na mas less yung contribution ni Josefa because it just so happened na hindi siya masyadong kasing documented. And so this ends the first of the season 2 finale episodes featuring the women in the lives of Dr. Jose Rizal. But before I play the outro, I would like to take this opportunity to voice out my stand in this coming historic moment of our country. The Bayaning Filipino Podcast has always been and forever will be an advocate of women empowerment. But more than that, we must all be for people empowerment. And I trust that you, my dear listeners, few as we may be, all feel the same. In a few weeks, we, or at least the voting population of our country, will be given the task to choose the people who will represent us, make and implement laws for us for the next six years. And so I must echo the old adage, vote wisely. Personally, pipiliin ko yung merong paninindigan, yung walang record na nagsisinungaling o nagnanakaw sa bayan. At dahil lagi siyang nagpapakita ng resibo, alam mo kung saan napupunta ang pera mo kasi lagi niyang ipapakita sa ito. Transparency. Personally, pipiliin ko yung marunong umako ng pagkakamali at gumawa ng paraan to do better. Yung kapag may nakitang hindi tanga, hindi pagtatakpan, bagkus ilalahat pa ito at hihingi ng paumanhin ng hindi na kailangan na hingin mo pa. Accountability 
personally, ang pipiliin ko ay yung may tunay na pagmamahal sa bayan at sa mga kababayan. Yung hindi na nangangako kasi nagawa na niya. Yung bukas pakinggan ng boses ng lahat sa kahit anong issue, kahit meron na siyang personal stand tungkol dito. Malaking factor din sa akin na ang nire-represent niya ay pag-asa na malalampasan natin yung mga hirap bilang isang bayan dahil lahat tayo na i-inspire niyang kumilos para sa isa't isa. People Empowerment Mamili tayo ng mamumuno at magseservisyo habang nasa panig ng katotohanan at nagpapakita sa mga oras kung kailan siya higit kailangan. As we may now already realize, this is the most important election of our generation. Huwag natin sayangin ang boto natin sa mga malagintong pangako. Hindi natin kailangan na simulan ang susunod na yugto ng bansa sa resentment at pag-imagine ng paghihiganting walang basehan. Kailangan natin yung taong meron ng kamalayan at kakayahan gumawa ng tama na hindi maghihintay ng mandato para kumilos. At oo, importanteng mahal natin ang bayan pero kailangan din ng competence at bukas na pag-iisip dahil hindi isang sektor o grupo lang ang naninirahan dito. We are a very ethnically and spiritually diverse country and we need the people who respects our differences. Pumili ng tama. Piliin ang Pilipinas. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help the podcast, Please subscribe and share it to your friends through social media and leave a 5-star rating whenever you can. I'm all for the feedback, suggestions, and greetings. And for all these things, you may reach me at bayaningfilipina at gmail.com, through Twitter at byfilipod, Instagram at bayaningfilipina, and I'm also on TikTok at bayaningfilipinapod. Maraming salamat sa pakikinig. As always, stay safe, make good choices, at huwag natin kalimutan maging bayani sa kahit na pinakamaliit na paraan.